Twas the night before Christmas on the Enterprise D, on a routine short hop to Starbase 3. With Data on duty in the command chair, at warp 6 the Enterprise soon would be there. Just for something to do while the other crew slept, he scanned where historical records were kept. With a blink of his eye and a cock of his head, intriguing, tomorrow is Christmas, he said. But no one was staring, and he sought to find why, and so he buzzed Geordie, who awoke with a sigh. Christmas? It's only an old holiday. Now just let me get back to sleep, okay? But is to wish a Merry Christmas not so human to do? And so Data wished it to the whole ship and crew. Everyone on the Enterprise awoke from this clatter. Picard rushed to the bridge to see what was the matter. What is the meaning of this noise, Mr. Data? Sir, is it not Christmas? We'll discuss it much later. Just then Worf said, Captain, a Klingon prey bird. Its hull has been damaged. It's uncloaking, sir. On screen, said Picard, as the Klingon ship hailed. Federation vessel, our life support systems have failed. A strange ship attacked us, inflicting the worst, though naturally, of course, which fired on its first. The Klingons beamed over, and the senior staff met, to try and determine the source of the threat. Said Picard, Mr. Data, an assignment for you. Give all these Klingons something to do. They think it's the Romulans we should look for. Get them all off the bridge, before there's a war. So Data departed, while the rest of the crew wondered. Romulans? Ferengi? If not them, then who? Said Worf. Sir, disturbance on holodeck three. The entire bridge crew ran down there to see. Roared Picard. Mr. Data, what the devil is this? Sir, I have taught the Klingons how to celebrate Christmas. And so there they were on holodeck three, four, and five, with Synthahol singing and Rokeg Blood Pie. Soon the Big E was rocking with holiday cheer. Friend, foe, and family came from both far and near. The Romulans showed up with some Romulan ale. The Ferengi brought goodies for free, not for sale. But a strange ship was coming, the captain was told. With one crew member only, and a huge cold, said the Klingons, It's the same strange ship that fought us. Attack! Said Picard, On Christmas, Mr. Worf, just hold back. And then as the ship came into view, on screen came its captain, none other than Q. He wore a white beard and a suit of deep red. A joyous Noel, mon capitaine, was what Santa Q said. Tell those Klingons next time to not go so berserk. You need good defence systems in this line of work. Now if you'll excuse me, I'll be warping away. Did you think anyone else could do this job in, a, in one day? I'm sensing a motion, said Councillor Troy. Peace in the galaxy, goodwill and joy. And they stood on the bridge and watched Q take flight, shouting, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. We are Trekmates. 
lower your iPod and surrender your time. Your enthusiasm and passion for Star Trek will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. a very shiny head and if you ever heard him make it so is what he said all of the other captains they used to look up to him until wolf 359 when they encountered the borgified him then in one so daring Riker save the day Data and Worf take a shuttle craft Get to the cube and get our captain back Then all the crew just loved him As they shouted out with glee Jean-Luc the bald head captain You're the best captain in the galaxy Jean-Luc the bald head captain Had a very shiny head and if you ever heard him Make it so, is what he said All of the other captains They used to all look up to him Until Wolf 359 When they encountered the Borgified him Then in one so daring move Riker saved the day What'd he do? Data and Worf take a shuttle craft Get to the cube and get our captain back Then all the crew just loved him As they shouted out with glee Jean-Luc the bald head captain You're the best captain in the galaxy Make it so. Hello and welcome to Trek, mate. My name's Wayne Emery. And my name's Paul Drinkwater. Well, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. I hope you're having a lovely time. That's it. Uh, I can't believe we're on episode four now, Paul. I know, I know. It is flying by. It and, really is flying by. And more to the point, some uh, some of our listeners might actually be able to tell the difference straight away. That we're hoping it. Well, we hope that you can tell the difference straight away. Because we're currently, instead of sitting in front of a laptop and uh, just just talking to the laptop, we now have a professional studio setup. We do, we do. We currently, we've got microphones and mixer uh, decks, mixer and decks with lots of twiddly knobs that we haven't got a clue. Popping filters and stands and. The whole get up now, so it's uh, it's almost looking like a professional job now, Paul. Nearly a pre- professional job, nearly a professional. Although we did spend five minutes trying to work out why one of the microphones wasn't picking anything up until we realised that Wayne hadn't turned his microphone on. <laughs> <sighs> okay, that's the thing. There's no denying it. I once again was the weak link <laughs> with regards to uh, <laughs> unfortunately just couldn't work it out. I was, I was doing the gain on the volume was going up and mine was. That's working. the thing. You could see Paul getting more and more red by the minute, just going what. I don't understand. <laughs> it's just not logical. I mean, this should be working. <laughs> and then this, the when I looked at the mic and saw it was in the off position, oh, just, 
I just had to shake my head. I'm exactly. Sorry. Because, because to be honest, when we first started out, we we didn't know how many listeners we were going to get. So, no. uh, I was we, surprised when we actually found out that a couple of people had downloaded it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, to be honest, our listeners are now up into the hundreds now. Which I'm still struggling to believe. Exactly. I reckon there's just one person there with a computer just continuously downloading. <laughs> Don't worry, Paul. I can assure you it's unique IP addresses. Correct. But, um, so that's the thing. We didn't actually know how many listeners we were going to get. No. So we didn't want to invest too heavily into something when we, we obviously love doing this. Yes. We yes. really do. And, uh, but the, uh, to be honest, we, especially with Christmas coming up, we couldn't afford to just go and splash out. No. But now that we're getting such great feedback from our listeners... We did. <laughs> and we absolutely love it. So we hope that you guys can uh, tell yeah. the difference. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll be crisp for you when you're listening. It'll sound a lot better and you can appreciate it more. Especially after last, last episode. I am so sorry. Now, I did say, I did say, have you checked it? And you, and you and I must say, you, you did say, I've, I've taken a punt and I've, just, I've put it out and hoping it... But then again... I was the editor. I put it together. I should have checked it through as well. So but, I, I am. But to be honest, Paul, um, we were rushing. The the thing was, it was a question of we put that together. It there was a difference it, when it went all deep and manky and everything. Yeah. It, uh, it we was mid sentence. It's not as if it was anything we could no. cut out or change later on without then, re-recording the whole thing. And, and to be honest, we were taking the piss out of Kess for going captain. <laughs> So exactly. It's quite it's, happened, really. It's quite fitting, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear. So, no, well, uh, this episode's going uh, out on Christmas Eve, Paul. Yes, sir. This is our Christmas episode, and I think it's only fitting that uh, that we have a little bit of Christmas music. I don't see why not. And do you know what? I think there's a few Ferengis that have a, a Merry Christmas message for us. Let's see what they've got to say. One can never have too much. The rules of acquisition say expand or die. Why they told me gold press latinum. Don't give anything for free gold press latinum. They'll pay in trust to us gold press latinum. To give the grand nagas gold press latinum. Dabo girls gold press latinum 
Odo was far from thrilled. Gold press, latinum, latinum, latinum. Cisco watched it all. Gold press, latinum. Profits are fun. No. Profits are fun. No. Profits are fun. No. Profits are fun. No. Profits are fun. Rules of acquisition. That's rule number 45. I've memorized all 173, including the most important one. A man is only worth the sum of his possessions. Well, that was uh, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was absolutely honest, super. You've got absolutely love these Christmas tunes, and we do have one person to thank for that. Um, no, not not just a normal thank you, any either. I am talking a massive, massive thank you. Yeah, this uh, guy is awesome. He's an absolute legend. That's uh, our good friend Rick Moyer, who uh, who has put together all of these Christmas songs, and uh, also he's. Uh, done a little special project for us which I'm not going to divulge no. any more to our listeners Paul let's just uh, let's just say that I nearly wet myself this morning when I uh, when I read my email from the uh, from the next episode uh, Trekmate is going to have a significant facelift Indeed. We've not only got the professional equipment, but there'll be uh, a little other surprise for you. Exactly. Uh, so, which uh, we can't wait to hear everybody's reactions. No, so, I'm just hoping I don't let it slip out in all my excitement. Yeah, no, so, uh, but if you uh, want to catch up with uh, the work of Rick Moyer, uh, you can actually download the uh, entire uh, Merry Trekmas. Uh, CD that he's put out, out there and he's even uh, because it's not only the songs that we play now there's about another 12 odd songs on there yeah. and um, he's also put on their um, uh, CD covers that you can download and print it off and he's uh, really burn a your own one guy. really is a talented guy exactly and you can uh, download uh, all of them songs from uh, his website and to get to his site, you can uh, go over to uh, com, which is his um, his own podcast that he does with his wife. Uh, and also... Was it Take Him With You? Uh, TakeHimWithYou.com. Dot com. Yeah, and also StarTrekParodies.com. Just in case anyone doesn't know how to spell that, that's uh, Star Trek, uh, P-A-R-O-D-I-E-S.com. And because uh, or Google it, if you stick it in Google, um, I had a look this morning. They come up from there as well. So yeah, you if you just look for Merry Trekmas, uh, and that's also on the site www.christrocks.com forward slash Merry Trekmas. But they are absolutely superb. Very talented guy. As I said, we are so grateful for um, all of his work that he's done. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so, but so, Paul, uh, are you all ready for tomorrow? Well, I say tomorrow. I'm just getting in the spirit of things. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's one of those, isn't it? I mean, you think you've done every. I mean, the presents are wrapped. They're all under the tree, and uh, uh, I, I've, I've made a load of sausage, uh, homemade sausage rolls at the time around my parents and everything. So hopefully they're going to be all right. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me. There's always something. There's always something that all of a sudden you think, oh no. Oh, I haven't done that. 
and, and it is, oh Christ, what, how am I going to get around this? But uh, it usually works itself out. Yeah. But the one thing that I found, and I found it the last couple of years, is when you're sitting down, in my house, we, we sort of sit down in the morning, mm-hmm. um, my grandparents come over and, and uh, they sort of have some, have some toast or something and a cup of tea, and then we open the presents as a family. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I always worry about is that I, I've, got, I've got an absolutely awful memory. My memory is shocking. Mm-hmm. And I'm always worried that I'm going to be, I'm sitting there and I'm watching people opening things that I've got. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, it's new to me as well because I can't remember what I've given them. I can't remember what I've he had. honestly really does have a memory of the <laughs> sieve. It's uh, like a goldfish. Every time he comes around to watch anything again, he's like, "Oh, this is wonderful." <laughs> yeah, I remember this, <laughs> but, uh, but I, because I've forgotten what I've given them, I, I'm, I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, "Oh God, I hope I've actually got them something. Have I? Did I get them everything, or or was I halfway through getting it and I've then forgotten, or it hasn't been delivered, or so?" But, uh, but no, I, I think I'm there. I think I'm there. Excellent. So, what about yourself? What about yourself? Yeah, first, no, first family Christmas. That's the thing. Uh, our baby's first Christmas. Oh, that'd be nice. I know. I it, to be honest, it, it, I've always been a sucker for Christmas, and yeah. I absolutely love the festive period. And uh, me and my wife now we've had a good about six Christmases together. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be our first with our baby, so uh, we're really looking forward to it. We've, uh, as I said before, we've been ready since the beginning of December, so we've been able to just enjoy the build-up. Yeah, and I've got to say, I came around uh, Wayne this afternoon, first time since his tree's gone up, and it is massive. It is absolutely massive. It is, I'm, oh, it's lovely. I measured it the other day. It's seven foot tall. And it's five foot wide. <laughs> I thought it was fat. I mean, mine's six foot tall, but I think it's only about three foot. It's one wide. of the slimmer sort of yeah, ones. Yeah, it sort of goes up. It looks looks really nice. No, I've been really. It does look really yeah. nice. But uh, oh, I just walked in and it looks so. It fits really well in the room, though, doesn't it? It, it does because that's we're lucky to have a big living room. Yeah, to to fit it. But at the moment, the uh, bottom two feet doesn't have any decorations. I just, noticed it was looking a little bit bald at the bottom. Yeah, that's because our uh, babies tends to be in a baby walker and she's just grabbing all of the decorations off <laughs> and either hurling it, hurling them at you or st- sticking them in her mouth. <laughs> so uh, we decided it'd be best to clear that. But now also she keeps ramming it as well so there's dents all around the Christmas tree at the bottom <laughs> you so, just hope you don't hear her shouting <laughs> but uh, we will redecorate it on Christmas Eve just for the day <laughs> just for the day just just to keep up appearances yeah exactly <laughs> well that's the thing we're going to be taking photos you want it to at least look half decent yeah yeah yeah. well you can always photoshop them in afterwards it's amazing what you can do with photoshop these days so um, one question that I was thinking Paul um, have you had many Trek related uh Christmas presents, or like in previous years, or um, I was thinking about this the other day, and I can't honestly remember. Uh, you know, as I say, my memory's shocking. Um, I think there have been some. I know there have been some. Um, See, this is why you should keep a diary. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. First of first of December two thousand and twelve. I asked mummy and daddy for this, and then oh. I didn't get That's it. the thing. Since <laughs> you haven't been keeping one, I think I should suggest that you... Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go out and buy you one as a, as a belated Christmas present. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Well, whilst I'll try and remember some, have you got any? I know you uh, have. Yeah, no, that's... A, yeah, I've got quite... Uh, what's your, uh, your, your, uh, your, your favourite Trek-related Christmas memory? Okay, look, there was this one year... I, I, I apologise, I can't remember the year exactly... But I must have been about 10. It was around 10. I'm sure it was. Um, 
and my parents uh, had got me obvious just so that people know I had stopped um, uh, believing in the special one uh, before oh the jolly chap yeah yeah. We, we won't digress no more just in case we've got young listeners yes um, but in my stocking I uh, got a well just because you stopped believing doesn't mean it's not real good point good point I, I totally to be honest I'm one of these people that I still believe uh, in my heart, because I love, uh, I love the, uh, the sentiment. Yeah, yeah exactly. I really do. It's the, I must say though, it is the only time of the year where people actually go out of their way to be nice to people. And you, it's, a Christmas day is the only day that if you're walking down to see somebody, um, like I'll be walking around to my parents, it doesn't matter who you see on the street, they'll, they'll say good morning, hello, mm-hmm. merry Christmas, and they're so polite and cheery. And you just, it I fills used, me with smiles. It really, and I just think, why can't people be like that all the time? I used to love it because uh, it, for quite a few years, I actually went down and... Um, Opened up and done the first egg collection when I used to work on a turkey farm. Oh, yeah. Because we was a breeding farm, uh, not a slaughter farm. No, so <laughs> otherwise if you went down there, there wouldn't be much morning, to do. they'd be like, right girls, hide. <laughs> yeah, no, so um, uh, used to go down at 6.30, do the first egg collection, come back. The roads were so clear and I couldn't help myself, but every year to just holler, it's Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody lying in bed going, oh God, it's him again, every year. <laughs> exactly. But no, and this one year, um, in my stocking I had got a, um, I got two things, I got a, a Gowron action figure, oh, really? and also a Reginald Barkley oh. action figure. <laughs> and then uh, when I got downstairs, I was treated to, uh, I uh, that's, I had been spoiled this year with Trek goodness. I had my uh, transporter, oh. the uh, next generation transporter, which actually I uh, I know some people love the original toy where like you flip the uh, action figure around and like it basically just turns it. But the next generation one, you would actually open up a door, put in your action figure, and it had like a, uh, like a dividing screen, a dividing screen that would either reflect uh, like the background. Or uh, like let you see the figure, and you had the little control panels at the front where you would push it up to energize, and it would make your figure disappear and uh, whatnot. That's superb. And to be honest, I used that as a, a magic trick for my little nieces for years. Of, <laughs> of do you want some sweets? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone okay, and then watch the magic, and then pull down the you beam them in. You beam them in, yeah. <laughs> and they always absolutely fantastic. So I got that as well as a. The Galileo uh, shuttlecraft oh, with uh, yeah. Captain Kirk figure, and um, what else did I get that year? Oh, I got loads, uh, absolutely loads of figures. I think that was the same year that I also got my Star Trek communicator and phaser. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, you still got that? I still, I've still got everything. Yeah. Yeah, I've still got everything. Yeah. And that's that was an absolutely. Amazing Trek Christmas. Yeah. Oh dear, but it 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 saddens me that you can't remember I can't. that many. I can't. I don't think I had. I don't think I ever got that many um sort of Trek related toys. I, I I do remember. Now there's one thing I do, and I think I actually um, gave them to you. Yes. Um, it, when I was sort of sorting stuff out, the the Borg sphere and the uh, and the um yes the uh, oh Christ, what's it called, Cochrane's um. Um, the Phoenix, not the Phoenix. The um. No, it is the Phoenix. It is Phoenix but you, it? you didn't give me the Phoenix because I already had a Phoenix. Oh, that was right. Yeah. But you did give me the Borg sphere. Yeah, because I've been on holiday. 
and um, I know this isn't Christmas, but I, I just clocked it in this shop, and I was like, I want that. And mm-hmm. I didn't spend any money for like the four days mm-hmm. that we were away. I saved, I had all of my holiday money, and I kept it, and I didn't go in the arcade. I didn't. Go and then on the last day, the last day, I went up to this shop and I brought these, uh, brought these things. I didn't want to take them out of the box. I really, really wanted to play with it. Excellent. <laughs> oh, I well, I, I tell you what, Paul. Keep it running. Stay there. Stay there for two seconds. Okay. Wayne is uh, leaving the studio. But guys, you know, email us in. Let us know about your um, your your, your favourite. You know, if you've got any really good Trek Christmases that you've had and uh, and and how they were. I'm back now. Oh, he's back. And Leanne and I have got you a little something have for you? Christmas. Yeah, that's very kind. Something. So, but but Christmas isn't until tomorrow. I can't make it. Open it now. I'm going to leave it at your discretion, Paul, because I I feel that it would be appropriate for well, the podcast. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to keep you all in suspense until the next episode, and I I am a firm believer that I will enjoy it so much more if I open it on Christmas Day. Okay, then. But uh, I've also got something for you. Oh, but it's in my house. <laughs> well, we're going round tonight. We are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's nothing. It's nothing. Um, you know exciting but I've, no, put, it's, I've, it's, put, I've put thought into it and I'm hoping that you'll uh, that's the thing I, I'm, I'm not a rich man it's only something that's all but I hope you enjoy same same, same here but, uh, but yes guys uh, I will uh, I will let you all know what it was on the on the next on the next part I really want to open it <laughs> no. well I'll tell you what we'll, uh, we'll leave it sitting there right in front of you through yeah. the uh, rest of the episode and see how you fare I've got a Christmas present yeah <laughs> but um but uh, and that brings up a good topic, though, Paul. Um, Christmas in Star Trek, yeah. because obviously uh, most people know that um, uh, Gene Roddenberry was an agnostic. He wasn't atheist, no. but he was agnostic like myself. So he uh, didn't actually uh, believe in any one specific religion, but also he didn't disbelieve yeah. in any religion. He's open to suggestion, yeah. which is exactly how I am. And yeah, if, if the proof was presented and, you know, and everything, then happy days. Yeah, no, and um, a lot of people would turn around and say that there is no Christmas in Star Trek. Uh, but we, I've been looking into it, and I do remember some of the episodes, because I, I do believe that in the 23rd and 24th century, that uh, the tradition of Christmas is still, is still very much alive. Yeah. Do you remember any of the uh, references to Christmas within Star Trek? Now, I was just racking my brain just then, yeah. and I I can see them, mm-hmm. but I can't get them, if you know what I mean. Well, there's, well, there's one obvious one that you should really jump on straight away. There is. Um, in the Nexus? Of course, yes, in Generations. Yeah. When Guinan's there and the Christmas tree, and I knew there because, was one. That's the one. That because was, that's the thing. You've got to think. Uh, with the Nexus, the Nexus was... I loved it when the little girl went up and said, oh, Merry Christmas, Papa. Yeah, it and was beautiful. Was like, These are my children. That's <laughs> it, because uh, with the Nexus, it read your mind and made your like your um, wishes a fantasy, like a reality. Yeah, oh. so, so, And that's the thing. So for Captain Picard to have that sort of Christmas image in his head, it must be something that he is familiar to. Yeah. Because if he wasn't familiar with... Or if it wasn't coming up to that sort of time, you know, it, exactly. wouldn't, it wouldn't be mid-June and, and, and he would have had that thought. No. It would be, you know... Because uh, obviously Captain Picard was a captain that didn't 
who didn't get into any long-term relationships no. or have any children of his own, no, and that he was, was a regret. He was a big career man, wasn't he? Uh, that's the thing. He chose his his career over yeah. a and family that was, life. That was, that was the really sad thing at the, at the beginning of the film, where his um, his nephew died. Yeah, and uh, that was sad because no carry on the family name. Yeah, and, um, but they yeah. um. So for, I firmly believe that for Camps in Picard to actually have brought himself to that reality where he's having that traditional family Christmas. With it must family be, and the wife and the kids. It must be something very prevalent still yeah. within that. But then also um, there's an episode of Voyager um, called uh, 1159 where... Um, That's, is that the one where they went back in time? It's the one where uh, Janeway's uh, like seeing her ancestor. Yeah, that was that was a very... I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, because that was all she. She brought her car broke down, didn't it? And it was all yes. snow and ice, and the bookshop people took them in, and the big corporate companies were trying in, but they were refusing to leave. And yeah, that was a good episode. And and that, uh, that episode also featured Christmas in there. Yeah. So even though they were, I know they were looking. They weren't back direct at the, references. But that, that, no, but that's the little symbols. But that was that was looking back at the at the twentieth century. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You had little reefs and yeah. everything around. So snow. Even though it wasn't like in the future, it's still referenced yeah. within within uh, an episode of Star Trek. Exactly, and also, um, also there is other instances like in the uh, original series episode. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the name is because Captain what? Kirk actually. Oh wait, uh, Dagger of the Mind, Dagger of the Mind, because Captain uh, Kirk actually holds. A uh, Christmas party. I think now I can't imagine Spock in a Santa's hat with a glass of old wine or, uh, or oh, you should have seen it in America, isn't it? That, that's the thing because of the elves, they ju- they just kept mocking him the whole time. <laughs> uh, the old elf is. But... Yeah, come on, when's Santa? <laughs> <laughs> when's, he, when's he coming? But uh, yeah, no, because he held that in the uh, science labs. Uh, I haven't seen that episode. I don't think because I, no. I, I haven't quite got round to getting onto the original series. No, it, it was quite it was quite a good episode, and because he. Um, Actually, well, you know Kirk. He spent uh, a romantic evening with one of the crew members. Doesn't surprise me. No, and also, <laughs> they, uh, just to go along with the Christmas theme, they called her uh, Helen Noel. Oh, dear. Uh, that's <laughs> very well, you know, I, when I was... Um, I did childcare um, when I left school. Mm-hmm. I went to college did childcare and, and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my work placements, I was at a school. Yeah. And the woman who worked there, and bear in mind, this was around Christmas time as well, which made it very... Very uh, thing, and this is no mm-hmm. word of a lie. Her name, yeah. her first name was Santa, and her surname was Frost, and she was actually called Santa Frost. And at Christmas, the kids loved it because she was she was Santa, Frost. and she was quite an old lady, so she had white hair as well. Her parents must have loved Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I was going for the other end of the <laughs> scale there. Paul. Well, I just thought, oh, you know, that child must have been ridiculed at school because school children can be really unkind. And also, um. Lovely lady, though. Yeah, well, it's yeah. just unfortunate for her, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I thought it was bad when uh, people might having babies around Christmas always go with Holly. Yeah. Or something like. But but to be called Santa is a, is a, a little bit a little bit extreme, that little bit further. Yeah. I really like the name Holly. Actually, it's a pretty name. Yeah. It's a pretty name. But but then also, um, I've never heard any of anybody called, being called Mistletoe. <laughs> I'm sure there's someone. Oh, there must be someone. There's enough of us on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> but then on Next Generation, um, Data was going to be uh, performing a Christmas carol on one of the episodes ah. on Devil's Stew. 
Now, he should have got Captain Picard to join him because uh, Patrick Stewart is my absolute favourite actor when it comes to doing A Christmas mm-hmm. Carol. He is superb. He is. Oh, He's really good. My... I've got it on DVD, I yeah, think. Yeah, so I, it is my Christmas movie. Christmas Eve, I will be sitting down in the evening watching um, this evening. I really love uh, to watch Patrick Stewart do a bit of Shakespearean acting as well. Yeah. He's so amazing. He's, he's just such a versatile actor. Yeah. I tell you what, he and also I, it, for some reason, I absolutely love his voice. He's got a very. I love the way he speaks. Yeah, you know, I, oh. it's so it's authoritative, but it's not forceful, and it's it's just. To be honest, I would give any, I would give anything to have his voice because yeah. unfortunately, I've been like blessed with a lisp. <laughs> 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 so that's the thing. So, but I would love to have his voice. Yeah. But then but also, um, on Star Trek, do you remember? Um, there are quite a few occasions when um, people have referred to things as uh, like on. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Was it the voyage home? Yeah, it was the voyage home when Scotty turns around and uh, refers to the wiring as uh, wired like a Christmas tree. Yes. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, Does also, that mean that only some bits work? <laughs> <laughs> More than likely. But then also um, on The Caretaker, uh, uh, on Voyager, the very first episode, um, Tom Paris turns around and makes a joke to Harry Kim when he's ask- when Harry's trying to ask him about what he's done uh, wrong previously, yeah. why people don't like him. Um, and uh, he makes a reference to like the three ghosts oh, from yeah. um, old Christmas Carol. Yeah. Like uh, they must come to him, uh, like as the free ghosts. I can't remember the exact quote, but he did reference it. So I, I really do uh, believe that it, it, even if it obviously it's not going to be celebrated by all the different alien species. No, no. But um, I even because not all religion is followed in it, like in the sense of obviously they don't go into detail about Christianity no. within the show they don't want to touch on that as well as they don't want, well, to, they touch don't want on, to touch on anything do they? But, but well, the thing is, they is, do uh, it with everything else with they, they touch on it that, that is exactly the best thing about Star Trek is yeah. they have so much social commentary but without actually having to take any digs at Christianity, Judaism, uh, any of the Muslims, Buddhism, anything. Yeah. So it, they can really reflect that by the different species. Yeah. Um, but with regards to uh, like Christmas, even if as a human race as a whole we had stopped believing in a lot of the religions. I think that the tradition... Uh, because that's, that's probably one big thing that would happen when all of a sudden, you know, on first contact when the Vulcans came down, that would have probably blown quite a few of the religions in, into a bit of turmoil. You know, all of a sudden... I would have thought so, but then also I'm sure some of the religions would try to rewrite their books and see, uh, oh no, see... <laughs> see, see we, we, we'd already taken this into account. Yeah, but exactly. I think that's... Uh, that, that's probably one for uh, for Jacqueline and her philo- uh, philosophy and uh, yeah. and things like that because I think that would open up a huge can of worms. And but I uh, so but I re- I think that the tradition of Christmas of I because me for myself I'm not a religious person. No. Um, I'm not going to go into that because obviously there are people out there who are extremely religious and I 100% respect everybody's opinions because there is enough room in this world. For whatever opinions you want, I'm a firm believer that as long as you're not hurting anybody, you have the, happy, yeah. you have the right to do whatever you want with your life. Exactly. And um, I wholeheartedly agree with that. 
and uh, but very much um, for me, Christmas is about. Uh, well, I use it like the Americans might use Thanksgiving. Uh, like um, I'm, I get together with my family. It, I use, it's exactly the same thing. It's family time to get together with your family, your friends, to say thanks. And, exactly, you know, I love you. You're my family. It's and, just to show really, exactly how you care towards yeah. everybody. Because, and also, don't get me wrong, the presents are great. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, <laughs> but uh, also uh, I I love to, I love giving. Exactly, I love to give the presents as much as I love to receive them. I love to see people's faces when you get them something. Yeah, which is like like this year because I you know as you all know I've just moved house. I am absolutely skinned. Yeah, you know there is so I've tried to make quite a few of my presents. Mm-hmm. So like uh, people will get got hampers with like. Uh, homemade alcohol in it, and well, to be candles honest, and uh, chutneys and things like that. Just to be honest, to put in that little personal touch, that's, I think that's is the other thing though to show that you instead of just going to the shop, oh, I'll buy that for them. You I've put actually, your time. I've actually made it. You know, I've gone from scratch and, and put as you said, put the time in and, and, and done that. So. I think that's a really beautiful present. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. It really as easy as it is to go and buy something to put the effort in like that. I think is something yeah. really, really good. Yeah, and that's the that's the, you know that's another nice thing though, isn't it? You know, it's not only oh wow, lovely, thank you very much. It's oh wow, lovely. Oh, you made it as well. It's exactly. that that little extra bit when and it I, actually registers. And right there, I think that is something that will continue all the way up to the twenty fourth century because so. it's something it, because it's so easy to go and replicate something that someone would appreciate a present that you've gone and taken your time to hand stitch or make it's like that episode of uh, next gen when like had everybody over for some like for some dinner stuff yeah. instead of replicating it he had the, the grill out and that big fat thing he yeah. made that omelette and even though nobody liked it <laughs> well he, he enjoyed it and Worf loved it yeah. but everybody else was like where'd you get these eggs <laughs> um, he actually made the effort and, yeah. and you know everybody you know anybody can just walk up to a replicator and say oh that's right some of that yeah, yeah. yeah. as easy as nice as it would be for uh <laughs> for day-to-day life for them special occasions yes yeah. it's definitely something that i think would be more appreciated yeah and uh, so i i i'm just uh a firm believer that they still celebrate it and um i suppose after talking about christmas for this long i suppose we should maybe move on to some news yeah should we have a look at some news yeah why not paul what have we got there something uh, so, uh, did you want to kick us off? Yeah, let me have a quick look for you. It's been a bit quiet, I must say. On the that's news. the thing. Uh, to be honest, there hasn't been a lot of news going on, but I'm sure we could uh, string together a couple. Of We've managed to find a couple of little bits. Now, now this one is quite uh, quite interesting. Um, apparently, in the uh, new Star Trek sequel, yeah, uh, that's coming out. Is it next year? Uh, it will be released in 2013. Nearly next in year. In May. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's going to be none of the original Star Trek actors in it. A news report cites a source, mm-hmm. um, presumably attending the LA premiere of Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. um, who claims that the upcoming Star Trek movie will not have any of the original Star Trek stars in it. So there's going to be no Shatner, no Nimnoy. Uh, Nimoy. Nimoy. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, <the> already <laughs> half cut and we're only a quarter <laughs> of the way through. Um, yeah. Um, Leonard Nimoy has actually said on a number of occasions that he does not expect to return for the sequel and he feels that he's passed the baton on to um, to Zachary Quinto and the new crew. To be honest, I think that's the most appropriate thing because yeah. it, it, since it's a new timeline, you can't exactly just bring any of the old crew back except Spock. 
because it's a different reality now. And he has done his bit to Trek, hasn't he? I mean, he has been every game that I've played, or you know, like Star Trek Online. He's done all the voiceover. He's done all the intros for that. He the it, old games. His, his voices. Despite on his initial reluctance in the seventies to really embrace Spock, he is now the it, definition of. Star Trek, isn't he? Exactly. It, well, that's the thing. There are other actors that can also claim that accolade, but he really is... Committed. Uh, yeah. And uh, I I personally think that it's right of him to not expect that because it, it's time, it, the new crew would have to stand on their own two yeah. feet. And uh, I, I think if they just brought Spock in to... Um, he's only there for a little bit. That's, a, that's the thing. Tying. If they if they just threw him in for a cheap like buzz, I think that that would do more damage yeah. than it would do good. Yeah, but apparently uh, the rest of the original Star Trek crew, um, especially Shatner, have all said that they'd love to get the chance to suit mm-hmm. up again. Yeah. Uh, well, of course they would. I of would. course they would. I would. If anybody yeah. is listening who produces, uh, is, is looking at producing a new Star Trek film or anything like that, I would. Would we? We would love to be there. We'll be red shirts. We'll be. You can kill us off straight away if you want, just to be there. To be honest, it doesn't even have to be Starfleet. If you want to put any makeup on me, so you can't even tell it's me, as long as I know that's me in the background. What is it with you? Every time you get a chance to possibly wear some makeup. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I'm not going to hide it. Every, every new, like every Halloween, I jump at the chance. I must admit, on Halloween, I love dressing up. I do love dressing up. I've got a fantastic one for next year. But uh, but just on, just on a side note, if anyone wants to make me a Klingon, go ahead. I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wayne, Wayne would love to be a Klingon. Uh, um, <laughs> I suppose also in the news, um, Shatner's announced that he's going to be appearing in February on the uh, Broadway stage. Oh, yes, I remember reading about this. He's uh, going to be doing a one-man show called Shatner's World. We just live in it. <laughs> and it's going to run for several weeks at the Music Box Theatre uh, in February. I'm, unfortunately, I'm not going to delude myself as much as I would love to see it. I'm not going to be able to afford flights out to New York in the next couple of months. No, no, unfortunately, nor could I. Uh, but I, uh, I'm sure that he's going to do an amazing job. And yeah. uh, hopefully there'll be some, some form of film crew record one of the nights. Well, he's going on tour often, isn't he? Oh, is he? I believe, if I read it right, uh, correctly, I think he's doing the stage show where he is, and then it's going on tour. Yes, uh, I, it's only a national tour. Uh, it's only a national tour. So, uh, Guys, come on, any, what's wrong with the UK? Any any of the uh, American listeners out there that are going... Uh, oh, yeah, film it on your camera and send it to us. Oh, only if you're an out. We don't want you getting in trouble. No, no. But uh, that's the thing, if you... Or just let us know how he gets on because yeah. we uh, let, let, give us a review, give us a pips review like we do with the, uh, with the episodes. Yeah, um, if you if you fancied uh, phoning us on Skype and giving us a review of his performance uh, come February, we'd love to hear that. Yeah, that'd be super. Because uh, on Skype, if you ever do decide to give us a call, we're uh, Trekmate one seven zero one. So uh, just add us on there, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so uh, anything else going on? Paul? I've only got one little bit more. Um, yeah. To Khan or not to Khan? Mm-hmm. Um, will he or won't he is the question being asked by Star Trek fans who are wondering if in Star Trek 2 we will see the return of Khan, Noonie and Singh now I think it was Simon Pegg and Brian Burke uh, who were uh, who recently sort of quashed the rumours mm-hmm. but apparently none of them have seen the script so nobody knows no that's the thing it's still early days on production so none of the cast has really been given no. any uh, solid information yeah, but um, but they say not to say he won't come up, but uh, he is a great villain. 
Um, and, uh, you know, we've got to see some more of that shiatsu. <laughs> <laughs> as much as... I, that's the thing. Uh, as much as I would love to see Khan, I'm not sure if we need to... Uh, I think I would prefer to actually see... I would like to see the Klingons. Yes, I would. I would like to see the Klingons, because... Uh, Khan, obviously, if you're going to redo, uh, if you're going to do a film, it would have to then be Space Seed first. Yeah. And it's Space Seed, a- that's the thing, we uh, we recently reviewed Space Seed, and I, I really enjoy it, and I love Space Seed. The thing is, though, would Space Seed now happen, though, because of the things that have happened? Well, no, it would still have to, because no one's still found the uh, SS Botany Bay. So at some point, someone's going to find uh, someone's going to find it, but because uh, obviously you can. It you depends can, who finds it though, because let we remember from when we reviewed it, the only reason they got woken up was because they sort of beamed over and Scott yeah. fiddled. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to get something like Klingons beam over there. They're going to sort of go, oh, dead people, blow it up. <laughs> I think no, but, uh, they were in uh, Federation space, if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, yes. So, uh, but. That's, that's the thing. I love Khan. They'd have to do it well if they did do it. If they, uh, they would they have would to, really the only way that I can see it really working is if in the first few minutes, like it, it starts out in the 20th century, and you see huge battles, riots going on where like the eugenics war is actually taking place. And then it goes like, and then it like see that's leave. the thing. You see the SS Botany Bay shut and like shoot off like, out there, and then you get years like later, 200 years later or, or whatever it was. Exactly, it was about yeah. 200. Yeah, so if and then you could put in the old da 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 like the yeah, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> like and the, then uh, and then the ship's sort of turning up and then you can go aha that's the thing then like cut to the original crew all sitting there like doing their uh, normal jazz on the five year mission yeah. the thing is uh, who do you think they get to play him because I honestly don't know I can't honestly think don't know I don't think anyone that could really do it as much justice but saying that they've recast the whole crew so well yeah so uh, I don't doubt that it's beyond JJ's um, like uh, a bit the capabilities yeah. of actually doing it. But I would really love the next film to be a Klingon film. Yeah, I, I would. I must admit. Yeah, that would be good. Now here's a discrepancy that I was just thinking. Yeah. In quite a few of the original Klingon, uh, original films, when the Klingons have yes. been there, um, their blood has been bright pink. Yes. Now I've noticed, and this just might be me, mm. but on subsequent episodes in like Deep Space Nine, Next Gen, yeah. I haven't seen pink blood. Now it might just be me, and I might be wrong here, but I'm sure I haven't. And okay, it's always made me laugh because you've got these huge Klingons, you know, warriors, warrior race, but they've got bright. I would say it's more violent. But mm, I don't know in. Uh, in the uh, was it the undiscovered country? Yeah, um, there was definitely pink. <laughs> to be honest, Paul, I don't know. I I can't answer that one. I'm going to have to go back and because I I'm not guys. If you're listening and you might if you know the answer to this, I could be wrong, but I can't remember seeing Klingon blood being pink in Deep Space Nine, the Next Gen, Voyager, wherever we've seen them. So um, that's a good question. Tell me if though. I'm right, or tell me if I'm wrong. That's a good question, though, because off the top of my head, I can't think. Uh, uh, I can't think of the answer. But uh, obviously, it's legendary, like from the films, like the uh, like the violet blood. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, especially from like Star Trek Six, 
And also, um, you know, give us your views on what colour their blood was. Violet <laughs> or pink. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, no, I, uh, I'm going to do a bit of investigating into that myself, actually. Yeah, brilliant. Because it's, it's not like uh, the one consistent one's always been like uh, Spock's had green blood. Yes. And that's just stayed. Yeah, that's the always been the, yeah. the norm. Exactly. So, no, that would be interesting to find out. And, yeah. uh, to, to be honest, as we said, it's a bit of a quiet one, a bit on it the build-up to Christmas with news. Yeah, it is, it is. But uh, hopefully the new year will have some uh, some interesting developments. And... But I tell you, do you know where it hasn't been quiet? Where's that? On the emails. It hasn't, has it? Let's have a look. Let's see. Right, we've got another one from Jacqueline, um, who has titled it, I'm inclined to send you an email. So Jacqueline's put, thanks for the heads up. I realise it's like 5am or something in the UK and hopefully you'll check your email before recording. Well, Don't worry. That's only because I uh, received, got a tweet from her earlier in the week and I just said, just so you know, we're recording on Thursday <laughs> in case you want to email. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it says, thanks for the heads up. I realise it's like 5am or something in the UK and hopefully you check your email before recording. Time to jump in. So she's... Uh, commented on the uh, the Google phone that we were talking about. If Google does come out with an Android that sounds like Majel, I'll be buying it as well, she says. It will make me feel important. On that note, have you ever been somewhere with automatic lights? That makes really makes you feel all-powerful. Now, I disagree because I have been somewhere before where I knew I was the only person there. It was pitch black. Nobody else around. Didn't know there were electronic lights. Walked into the toilets. The lights came on and I messed myself. Have I you, thought there was somebody else in there who was about to jump on me. Well, uh, have you ever seen the uh, film The Grudge? No. no it's a scary film, isn't it? It is a you scary film. You know I don't do scary films. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the could... person who likes to watch a film, feel good after it, and be able to sleep. <laughs> in fact, the last scary film I watched... Um, oh, look, look, I can't remember what the scary film was. Let's just put it like this. The first night I spent in my new house, I had two suitcases and a bookcase leaned up against the bedroom door so nobody could get in. <laughs> <laughs> just until I got used to the noises I woke up during the night because I didn't, I didn't know the noises of the house yeah and um, there, there was a, there was a creaking I think it was oh, what it was it was running water from uh, from outside from one of the gutters but waking up and just hearing it sounded so much like somebody running up the stairs I'm um, Oh, it completely did me. So, as I said, that's when the uh, the wardrobe, the chest of drawers went up against the door. And uh, well, that's the thing. If you had seen that film, you would like uh, dislike the uh, automatic lights getting turned on by the cells even more, Paul. Yeah. So, but no. Uh, to be honest, I agree with Jacqueline. It makes me feel quite futuristic. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> um, she's also put the poor effects of the original series is definitely a turn off for the newer generations of fans. One of my friends can't stand it. I think it grows on you, though. First time I saw an original series episode, I was unimpressed, to say the least. But now I love the cheesy effects. It gives the whole thing character. And that's what you said, isn't it? That is exactly what I said. Yeah. Um, in one episode, she can't remember the title, Spock was lying in this chamber and kind of hovering up and down. And my mum said all amazed, how do they do that? She was so embarrassed after I explained, they just turned the camera sideways. <laughs> That's the thing. The, uh, budget, uh, the budgets were a little bit on the <laughs> different side back then. But the thing is, though, and the capabilities were. Yeah. But if it works, it works. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly. If it had your mum convinced, then it obviously done its job. Yeah. Now, last episode, we reviewed Coda, which was uh, Jacqueline's request. She actually asked if we could do it. And she said, thank you for review of your, the review of Coda. Your insights had me laughing out loud more than once. She put that she likes Neelix most of the time. 
his jealous phase did make you want to strangle him, though. Yeah, Who, I, I, who's didn't? Yeah, who didn't oh. want to strangle him during that period? Um, I think the best part about the Neelix character is the dynamics, uh, the dynamic that you had with Tuvok. Oh, Mr. Vulcan! Exactly, that's <laughs> a, that's the thing. Uh, when we were discussing that, we really should have brought that up because he really did have some good banter with yeah. Tuvok. Yeah, I love the way he goes, oh, Mr. Vulcan! <laughs> exactly, and it, it, he never could quite grasp that Tuvok really hated didn't. that. <laughs> no, and also just that uh, he couldn't understand Tuvok's uh, wanting to suppress his feelings. No. No, no, he didn't, and because Nix is such a an emotional person. That's the he? thing; he's the total polar opposite to what Tuvok yeah, is. He really is. Um, but yeah, she's put that. Uh, she's like the dynamic with Tuvok. Some of their lines are priceless. Um, they really are. Yeah, um, I agree. Also, that there were very many unnecessary risks taken by the Voyager command team. It was definitely a new direction for Trek. Um, she's put. If I'm dead, so, may I just comment on that for it being a new direction of Trek? Yeah, I think it was actually a move back to the sort of traditional track because for so like a few years before that you would add deep space nine mm-hmm. and deep space nine even though i i absolutely adore deep space nine, oh, I do. deep space nine is very it's a contained area yeah so you get more that's the thing there's so much more going on because there's characters coming in and out the the space station is do, it, it's, it's limitless isn't it the space station is its own entity yeah so not only can they go out and do other missions with the defiant or whatever uh, they've got this huge platform where everyone comes whether it's the klingons whether it's romulans the cardassians dominion it's the frontier the frontier of star trek exactly so for voyager i felt it was a bit more of a, a step back to the traditional this is our ship this is our crew this is our mission. This is what we're doing. So, it, it, like, I I would slightly disagree with Jacqueline, even though yes, it's a new frontier, new area. Yeah. I feel it feel it was really a step back into the yeah. traditional trek. Right. Um, yeah, but, but again, um, if I'm dead, I don't think I would have a problem with aliens eating my body. Um, my family might object <laughs> to it, but I'm not. So I'm not using it anymore. That's the thing. You wouldn't feel it. No, but uh, but she's put now my mind is another matter. If it does continue to exist, I'd like to keep it. Although, how would I? And what would I be? And then she put ah, my poor brain, too much to be thinking see, uh, this, for the holidays. See, this this is where we now once again step back into Jacqueline being a philosophy uh, <laughs> student, and she absolutely loves reveling yes. on the possibilities of everything. She does. But to be honest, I uh, I also love to sit there and digress about a lot of things like that. I, I can I can go for hours. So well, I'm I'm not too good sober on these sort of things. But um, my girlfriend's friend uh, is has done psychology degree. Yeah. And after about five six beers one night, um, I don't know how we got onto it, but we started talking about uh, things like that, and it went on for three hours. Mm-hmm. And I had such a strong point of view on it. And I, it was like I'd read a couple of textbooks or something, and I, I, I had the theories, the what's it's and everything. And she started shouting at me. <laughs> oh, the magic of alcohol. I know, I know. I was, yeah, you know, you immediately think you're right. What I was saying was probably complete drivel. See, the, the thing is, though, I, um, I, I tend to have all of these thoughts build up in my head, and then I want to say anything. I start saying to my wife, and she's like, "You're scaring me. Be quiet." <laughs> 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 your mind is just too great that's the, that's the thing so I just have to whack on a bit of trek and try and forget <laughs> <laughs> please please leave my brain <laughs> um, she's also put seatbelts brilliant idea thank you very much 
Um, but they're always flying all over the ships. Now, that, that is true. Now, surely it should be the job, I reckon, of at least the first officer to be carrying out risk assessments. Mm-hmm. He should be looking at it. I mean, Wolf stands up all the time. That's going to do nothing for his posture. That's the thing. He's probably going to have back problems. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And a big Klingon like him is going to have some serious muscles. I'd hate that, to be the osteo that's going to have to work those out. And that's the thing. He's probably going to have to have a lot of foot rubs. Yeah, I wouldn't want a foot rubber Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll get Wesley onto it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we're drifting back into Slash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't even going there. Oh, right, I've just got to smash mine then. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Um, if we're sm- smart enough in the 21st century, she says, to have seatbelts, why aren't they? Wearing a seatbelt is the law in most, if not all, of Canada, as far as she's aware. And um, I mean, well, it has been her entire lifetime anyway. And she thinks that most of the states, um, of the states, it's the law. But she says, don't hold me to that, though. Um... Can't remember which one you said that the Voyager theme was your favourite, but I agree completely. That was me. That was you. And uh, I found this amazing video. Now, somebody's created a Christmas light show synced to the Voyager theme. Um, what we'll do is we'll put the link on our website. Actually, Paul, I've already done one better. Have you? I've actually embedded the YouTube video onto our main page. Cracking. So right. go to... Go on. What is it? Uh, www.trekmate.org.uk Have a look on the front page. Uh, apparently the video is there. Good man. And um, she put on there, I can't imagine how long it took them. Read the uh, the information on that, you know, if you can see it on the video. Um, some ridiculous statistics. and Or if you can't see it on there, just um, go onto YouTube and, uh, and, and type it in there and it should come up. It's an amazing video. It really is. It is to be amazing. honest, the Voyager tune always get tingles on the back of my neck. Yeah. And but this... their neighbours must hate them. Their <laughs> neighbours must hate them. I mean, I'd love it. But to be honest, if it was going on all night, it would... Uh... That's the thing. If it's only before 8pm, like before 10pm or something, yeah. you can tolerate it. But it was good. But it'd be nice if they did it with like... More so, but I think they were they did do it with some other songs. On, I, on I think I think someone's actually done the Deep Space Nine one. I haven't looked it up yet. Ah, I know I'll be doing this as we finish the podcast. Then. Yeah. Um, she's put thanks for the good luck wishes on the exams. I think it all went well. We hope it did. Yeah, I hope it all goes well for you. Oh, it's a personal bit for you, uh, you here, Wayne. She's put Wayne. I guess since your wife tolerates your trekness, she won't go for you singing as well. No. Be quiet. You're disturbing the dogs. Uh, dog for the record. Um. I do not advocate animal abuse in any form. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I do apologise. I, I tend to be an animal lover. However, I can sometimes kill with kindness. <laughs> and she's put that her favourite line from episode three would have to be, you don't have to be all Kess about it. And <laughs> Captain, <laughs> in the very deep voice for Kess. Got to give her one, one pro, a proper go just for Jack. Right okay. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, um, that, that's going to have to be on the best of. She's <laughs> put anyway. I hope you and the rest of the Trek community have an amazing Christmas and New Year. I won't bother saying you might hear from me again. Uh, you know you will. Apparently, I have a lot to say. Live long and prosper, Jacqueline. Well, I hope you have a very happy Christmas and New Year, Jacqueline. Yeah, thank you very thank much, you uh, Jacqueline. Always appreciate it. Indeed. Uh, also, I've got an email here from uh, Leroy, uh, and he says hi there. I just listened to this week's Remembering the Future and just thought I'd be a nerd and clear things up. Based upon the assumption... Uh, oh, this wasn't actually last week's one. I uh, saved this from last week for this episode. Oh, well. right. Because um, this is when we was looking back at Spacey. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he uh, has said, based upon the assumption that Khan did marry 
Lieutenant MacGyver's. Yeah. Then she was killed by the Seti eel. So far as I'm aware, no offspring between them were ever mentioned. But as there was only 15 years between the events of Space Seed and Wrath of Khan, it's safe to assume that any child was either dead or off screen the whole time. So that, that was a point that I brought up, that I yeah. thought uh, there was a child. Uh, and he said it's not massively important, he knows, uh, but thought that he'd add his bit. And to be honest, Leroy, we thank you for it, because we appreciate anyone adding their little bit to the show. We do indeed. And uh, he, uh, that was from uh, uh, Leroy McCawson. McAwesome. McAwesome. Uh, I, awesome. I don't think that's his given name, but that's his <laughs> name that goes by on Twitter as well. <laughs> and um, uh, to, to be honest, I um, the only reason why I actually thought that Khan had had a child uh, from uh, the Wrath of Khan was uh, literally there was uh, one of the you. Uh, the eugenics bots uh, there that was like a blonde-haired fellow looked a bit like uh, Kirk's kid. Oh yeah. Um, but he was a lot younger than the other. Uh, he it, like he was even though it's like early twenties, he still seemed younger than the others, and that is, that is why I had a sort of theory that uh, Khan was probably his dad because he he just seemed that bit younger. But uh, to be honest, uh, I'm probably totally wrong, and also <laughs> it's not canon whatsoever, so I can say that I'm officially wrong. <laughs> <laughs> So, but uh, but still, no. Thank you for that, Leroy. Uh, also, uh, it's uh, uh, I better give a, a few shout outs as well. Yes, yep, yep. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say a very merry Christmas and uh, uh, to all of the guys over at TrekRadio.net. Yes, happy Christmas, Trek Radio. Yeah, uh, all of our listeners. Uh, I know you'll be listening to us on uh, the Wednesday after Christmas, but we hope you're enjoying the show. And uh, we hope that you uh, had had some good times. Uh, and if anybody isn't uh, familiar with Trek Radio, it's a uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, Star Trek uh, radio station. It has uh, not only our wonderful podcast at Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, uh, but it also has uh, a whole variety of other live shows as well. Uh, on the evenings in America, and uh, also like play some uh, quality music on there. Brilliant. And it, if you're ever fancying chatting to uh, some of the uh, some other uh, Star Trek fans, uh, just head on over there, and uh, you can also go onto their IRC chat room. So uh, it's very easy to set up, very easy to get onto, uh, and listen to Trek Mate whilst you're uh, chatting away to some other uh, like-minded people. So. That's the thing, if anyone out there in the world is thinking, I, I'm by myself in this big uh, sci-fi uh, like infested uh, world, no you're not. Get out there and talk to people. Indeed, share your experiences, share your tricks. Because that's half of the wonder of being a nerd, is actually being able to discuss everything with everybody else. Indeed. So, uh, but also uh, just need to give a few uh, shout outs to some of our tweeters as well. Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, Benoit, Be- oh, I totally read that wrong. That's an L, not an I. <laughs> uh, ben, uh, ben, Ben Longman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, sorry, Ben. Also, a hello to Mark Stamper, who uh, runs at Trek Trivia, because uh, I'll just give them a shout out again because uh, we'd love to play games here at Trek Radio, oh, uh, Trek Mate. And uh, so, uh, if you guys also like to. Uh, get involved with some Trek games, then head over to Twitter and uh, 
follow at Trek Trivia because Mark runs uh, quizzes uh, like at various points in the week, I think. I know he definitely does it on Thursday nights. Uh, where he'll pass out some Trek trivia questions, and whoever answers him first is uh, like the winner. So uh, it's it's good fun. So head on over there. Also, uh, a hello to Chris Jewell or uh, Laughing Man Six One Six, as he's known on Twitter, who uh, did also ask us a question, Paul. Uh, really? he, yeah, he asked us, could you please give the names of the bands that do the songs at the end of the podcast? Ah, Warp Eleven, they are called, and they are superb. They are absolutely amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm setting up a page on uh, our website so that people can well, yes, uh, technical issues have been resolved the website has been upgraded and we are now uh, going at uh, warp 9 not quite warp 11 but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're, uh, so I'm going to uh, set up a friends of Trek mate page and uh, I'll give their details on there as well but if you uh, want to find out anything more about them head over to uh, www.warp11.com and they've got some classic tunes, classic tunes. They're, Very good, and they're available for uh, purchase on Amazon as well. Yeah, I think you, if you if you're a Spotify user, Spotify Premium user, um, their new album Borgasm uh, is actually available on there as well. And uh, we also had a uh, tweet from DJ Dave uh, David. <laughs> he spells it D E Y V I I D. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and he's uh, one of the DJs over at uh, TrekRadio.net. Ah, fantastic. Yeah, and he's just said, uh, uh, David reporting. Uh, yeah, he's spelt it totally different, but he's put in brackets, David. <laughs> just, so, <laughs> just so we know. Uh, he's uh, David reporting, m- uh, Cup, which is Klingon for, well done. Ah, very and, nice, uh, very nice. He's really enjoying the podcast and uh, tells us, kapla. So, uh, Thank you very so much. it's very nice to have uh, the support of uh, some uh, Trek Radio uh, DJs over there as well. Yes, yes. So, uh, thank you very much, guys. And uh, I think that's about it for the shout outs. That is indeed. I think that's it. Actually, Paul, um, after all this talking, I think maybe it's time for uh, another little Christmas tune. I think that'd be a brilliant idea. And uh, as we've just had a little bit of a, of a Klingon mix there, uh, uh, I, I think we'll. Uh, I've got something that's going to go down quite nicely. Let's have a listen to this. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. And a couple of New Year. Oh, bring us some rocade blood pie. Oh, bring us some rocade blood pie. Oh, bring us some rocade blood pie. And a side of fresh gawk. Gawk is always best when served live. We'll all go before the council. We'll all go before the council. We'll all go before the council and petition the chancellor. Oh, bring us the sword of Calus. Oh, bring us the sword of Calus. Oh, bring us the sword of Calus and a Klingon dagger. We won't go till we get vengeance. We won't go till we get vengeance. We won't go till we get vengeance. And our blood oath is done. 
battle if we bring to you and your house. A battle if with blood wine and a couple of New Year. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. We wharf you a Merry Christmas and a couple of New Year. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. We wharf you a Merry Christmas. We wharf you a Merry Christmas and a couple of New Year. We wharf you a Merry Christmas and a couple of New Year. You know what, Paul? That was brilliant. I loved that. That was absolutely superb. <laughs> you, 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 you've got to love. I wolf, we, we, uh, we wolf you a Merry Christmas. You really do. I, I, I love the Klingons. Do you, do you speak any Klingon, Paul? Uh, puck, bar, puck, beh. And what is that in Klingon for our listeners? Uh, I believe it's to be or not to be. Well done. Look at yourself. And that's what you want. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, kapla! Oh, yes, kapla. Success. But uh, i tell you what, I might... Uh, I, I might come up with something special Klingon related for one of our uh, later episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna. Uh, well, you could do something. Well, we, we could. What we could do? We could put like, uh, something together and then see if people can translate it. And then, then the person who, get, who you know who who uh, who translated the best gets uh, gets a shout out. Uh, or maybe a prize if we sort something. Yeah. yeah. No, but I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking like uh, a prize for the years, maybe. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll come up with something special. I'll yeah. come up with something special. Uh, and do you know what time? It, that's just so that everybody knows uh, because this is our uh, Christmas special, and I'm gonna I'm gonna break the uh, rules here, and I'm gonna let you know we're not really recording on Christmas Eve. <laughs> no, they, 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 this is Thursday. It is, um, uh, it's Thursday. It's nearly Christmas Eve. It's nearly Christmas Eve. And so that we don't miss any episodes, we're actually recording both on uh, like the same day for our New Year's episode and Christmas episode. Because uh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm not actually going to be. But well, technically, I'm not going to be in the country next week. No, we, we live in the UK, and I'm going to Edinburgh, which is, um, you know. It's a bit like yeah. going to Wales, isn't it? <laughs> it's the so, only time I'm going to get on the plane now, and I don't actually need ID. Yeah, it's true. No passport. It's true. Well, I'm going to take it just in case. You know, you know what my luck's like. I'll get there, and I'll say, oh. Yeah, but sometimes when you get to a hotel, they want... Photo ID. Uh, photo ID or something, yeah. Because some hotels even like want to hold on to a passport or something. Yeah, no... I, well, I think I went to a place once where they, were, they didn't want it for long. Yeah. It was a New Year's Eve party, actually, we were in a hotel. Yeah. So they just wanted it for the night. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think it was to make sure that you know you didn't wreck the room and, and leave without paying and stuff. Yeah. So they actually took something that was quite. Yeah, I've had that before as well. I've yeah. had it, mostly in other countries, but it, it, it is no. So yeah. you're always better off taking it just in case. But we want to make sure that you guys don't don't miss out just because we're being festive and 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 uh, sort of going away. So we wanted to get both episodes done. Exactly, and because of that, unfortunately, the, this episode won't have a uh, remembering the review. No, we're, we're not going to remember the future this week. No, uh, which we do apologise about. It's just that we literally didn't have enough time to watch two episodes. No, well, I managed to get three quarters of the way through um, uh, the one that we were meant to be doing, but um, but unfortunately, there's only so much time when you should be working. 
uh, <laughs> that you can sort of dedicate to it and um, exactly not and, get into work early anyway. So and I, we've been really busy, not only with uh, like getting ready for the season, but also uh, just general work and yeah, family yeah. life. So, uh, but we assure you that remember in the future. Uh, isn't anywhere near forgotten. Oh no! No, oh, and no. we will continue to remember the future, but uh, you're going to have to uh, just listen. But being to the us. Christmas episode, we thought you might just like to hear us having a, having a chat and uh, and reminiscing and uh, and enjoying a couple of beers. Yes, and, and a few mince pies. I might like to add. Yes, oh, I do like good. a mince pie. There is nothing better than a mince pie. Well, there is. Maybe but... a hot sausage roll or. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But still, so... Uh, when and I can't take it anymore. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to open my present. Let's go for it, Paul. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, people. I tried and I tried. And um, I even sort of had it on my lap earlier and I opened it a little bit and then I did it back up. May I just state, my wife chose your Christmas present. Your wife did. Okay. Yeah, Leanne chose it for you. I, I am ripping the paper now. I, I didn't disagree whatsoever. The paper is being ripped. Oh, you're a legend, you are. It's the Star Trek Scenic uh, Stellar Trivia Game with real TV and movie clips. But I said to you, is it Lego? And you said yes. Well, I wasn't going to tell you the truth, was I? Well, I must admit, I was a little bit disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's brilliant. I'm going to play this with the girlfriend. You should. You should get her into it. Paul. I want to get her into it. I, I made Leanne really play it with me. Really? Yeah, she didn't do well. <laughs> <laughs> Although I must say, when we played it, we had a great time. Yeah, it is a great in fact, laugh. In fact, why don't we play it this evening? I think it's a good idea. I think it's a very good idea. Very good idea. The girlfriend's not going to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. I'm very happy with that. That's lovely. You're more than welcome. Oh, oh lovely. There you, go. you just love Christmas. A, a, a Trek-related present. A Trek-related present. Oh, so next year it. when I ask you if you've got any Trek-related Christmas memories... I can go, <laughs> yes. Last year, whilst recording episode four... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's superb. Thanks so much. You're more than welcome. And, and, and you must thank your wife for me. And it, well, you can do it. She's in the other room. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I'll, do I'll do it when we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, um, well, I, have, I must say, I have got you a... a Let's say it's a homemade Trek-related present. I've tried to do it as realistic as I as I can. Oh, um, had a couple of problems in certain areas, but I think you might uh, might appreciate it. Oh, well, I hope so. I hope so. Well, uh, yeah. I'll have to report back to that on uh, our episode after the New Year New Year's episode. Yes, as I said, it's nothing. It's nothing special, and uh, and I've got something for your little one as well. Now I am intrigued. Yes, I and, am I, and, and this is also a Trek-related present. So um, interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but still, uh, uh, we we've gone off of what we was initially going to go to, and what that is because I got all excited because of my present. <laughs> 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 my my shields failed, and I and I, uh, I I just I couldn't take it. I opened it. it. It's that time of the week for name that trek. Ah, oh, fantastic, fantastic! Now I won last week's. You did. To be honest, I want to put a disclaimer out there right now, Paul. Okay. Okay, I didn't fare too well last week. No, you didn't. No, and I In I fact, am going. Did you did you get one or did you get none? Uh, Paul, you, I went so close on the binar question. I veered off right at the end. You did. Oh, it was so close. Though. You actually said the answer, and then 
went for a went different for the wrong one, and I hate it when that happens. I and um, also, I, I got Chang, but just not his rank. Yeah. Yeah, well, you nearly got his rank. So you that's worked a... your way through most of the others. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, I uh, I didn't do as well as maybe I could have done. But I want to put a, a disclaimer out there that uh, I, in no shape or form, claim to be the ultimate uh, trek. Uh, the, like no, the... it's all. Exactly. I nor do I. Nor do I. That's but, the thing. Uh, Star Trek is one of my biggest loves of my life. However, I am never going to claim to know everything about Trek because there is always more that you can learn. You learn something new every day. That's the thing. There are some people out there that might claim to be the Trek nerd, but unfortunately, that's the thing. It's not us. <laughs> it, it's not us. And to be honest, when people do claim to do that, they need to be getting every single question right and never missing a single beat. No. If, if you claim to be the Trek nerd, you need to have the ultimate knowledge that can never be beaten in any way, shape, or form. You should be able to tell me Spock's birth date, where he got, uh, like, where he first had his girlfriend, where he first had his sexual encounter, and also what date Captain Kirk's mum ba- uh, baked him a birthday cake. So exactly. that's the thing. You should know everything. Absolutely everything. And that is not us. No, <laughs> <laughs> but we love to do that. So we love uh, to have a go. But before we actually um, uh, go on to uh, flex our muscles, I think it's uh, time to actually get our listeners to uh, see if they can flex theirs, Paul. Yes. And um, if anyone hasn't played Name That Track before, uh, what you need to do is we are going to play you an audio clip. This audio clip contains five characters from your beloved show, and uh, this can span from anywhere from the original series all the way through to Enterprise, including the movies. Uh, and we give them saying one word each, just the one word. Yeah, and we put them all in a all in a row, play them off to you, and then you've got to try and guess who they are. Exactly, and uh, I, I tell you what, the best way to explain this game is uh, to let people listen to it. So why don't we uh, give... play last week's clip? Yeah, let's play last week's clip, and then we'll give you the answers afterwards. Lovely. Let's have a listen to last week's clip. What? Attack. Coordinates. Sunshine. Weapons. So uh, I hope some of you got them out there. What were the answers there, Paul? Right, the answers for last week's clips were... The first one was Gowron. The second one was Shran. The third one, and I'm sure you all got this one, was Wesley Crusher, sounding very excitable. The fourth was Seven of Nine, and the fifth one was Quark. So, yeah, and... um, I hope you got them right. I'll be collecting the uh, results uh, before this podcast airs. people sending answers in? Yeah, we are, and we are. We we would love to get even more as well, because I've... uh, uh, actually updated the website and the leaderboard is, is up there. It's up. Brilliant. The leaderboard is up and running. The so leaderboard. You can actually check where you are now. Exactly. And it's never too late to enter. No. Nope. Even if you're only entering for, uh, like, just the fun of it. Because if you think that you only know one answer... Just put one answer in. That's still one point. Somebody else might only know and one answer. Exactly. And you... Uh, to be honest, every point counts. Yep. If points you make prizes, my friends. If you can only identify one character each week, still you're going to have ten points at the end of the game. Exactly. Somebody else might only have eight. 
And the thing is, uh, we haven't actually told people what they're playing for, Paul. No, we haven't. What no. are they playing for? They are playing for a prize of their choosing. Uh, you can actually, you know, we are going to send out a DVD box set of any Star Trek season of your choice. So you can choose from the original series, Next Gen, Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise, or even the animated series. Uh, and you would be able to tell us uh, what season that you want. So And we will send it to you, and we'll make sure that wherever you are, or wherever you are if you're in America, we'll make sure you get the NTSC versions. If you're in the UK, uh, you get the PAL version. We'll make sure you get the right version for where you are, so it's um, so it's watchable. And uh, how the points work is, uh, as we said, for each uh, character that you get right, you get one point. And uh, at the end of the 10-week run, uh, we will then uh, put the points together. Whoever is at the top of the table will win that season's uh, like prize. Because, to be honest, this isn't a uh, quiz that's probably going to stop. We're going to carry on for over well, the 10 weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll just start again. So this is uh, season one of Name That Track. Well, I think maybe we'll step it up afterwards. Instead of doing uh, uh, maybe one word or something. One syllable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll make it interesting. We'll make it interesting. Yeah. So, um, and uh, after all of that explanation, Paul, why, why don't we let them play? Yeah, let's let them play this. Uh, let's hear this week's clip. Tracking. Theme. That are. Lost. Russia. Okay, uh, hope some of you got some of them out there, but just in case you didn't, let's take another listen. Let's put it on again. Here we go. Tracking. Theme. That are. Lost. Russia. Okay, so you've heard it twice. Hopefully your mind's uh, sort of ticking into, into action and you know what they are. So uh, get get emailing, get get contacting us. Let us know. Let us know what, what they are, and we'll uh, put your points onto the leaderboard. And as we said, even if you only know one answer... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get them in, and you can send them uh, to us at trekmate1701 at gmail.com, or you can tweet us uh, on Twitter. We are at trekmate1701. You can even direct message us on Facebook. Uh, we are just trekmate on there, so just search for trekmate on Facebook. Uh, and also, if you feel inclined to uh, send in a Skype message, uh, dial us up. We are Trekmate1701. Send uh, us an email first, though, to let us know when you're going to call, so we can make sure we're online. Yeah, I think they can leave a message, can't they? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure you can leave voice oh, messages. Well, there we are, then. That's, uh, that, that's, that's bloody brilliant. Yeah, you I'm, do, I, I'm pretty sure that you can. Cracking job, that is. And um, just so that everybody uh, knows the the times that you need to get them in by is uh, all entries will need to be in by uh, Saturday night uh, we close the lines at ten, uh, at midnight in the UK uh, so that's 12am uh, on Sunday if uh, anybody wants to get their entries in make sure they're in by then because the next episode of Trackmate will be up on the Sunday yes so uh, and I won't be able to accept any answers once you all know them. Yes, exactly. That's cheating. <laughs> but still, after all of that excitement, Paul, oh. it is that time that we uh, we get to flex our muscles. Exactly. So it's time for the trek off. The trek off, right? Now I'm going to let you start with your question first, Paul. Okay. Now do I start 
with uh, an easy one, or do I just go straight in there? Although okay. I don't want to be too confident because I won last week. But yeah. I don't want to be, you know, uh, probably just luck of the draw, I think. But uh, you know, I could I could fail miserably this week. But uh, this this one I thought was quite a good question. So are you ready? Uh, yeah, well, as I'll ever be. <laughs> in the motion picture, first contact. Yeah. What's the name of the Enterprise E's con officer who is assimilated by a Borg drone? Do you know what? I only read this about a month ago. Yeah? And I can't for the oh, life no. of me. I thought you were going to go, and it's... <laughs> okay, let me think. Because that's the thing. is a handsome chap, brown hair, brown eyes, I think. Um... See, I don't know whether I should give you a clue. Clues are too easy. Yeah, that's a, that's there's, a, only, there's only one clue I could give, and, uh, and I think it would just give it away. It would just give it away. Okay, I'm just going to take a punt in the dark, uh, because I can't for the life of me remember. Even what, What's hurting me more is that I read it recently. Yeah, and I must say, because you told me that, I'm more reluctant to... Uh, Sort of, sort of hint at anything. Okay, no, I'm just going to concede, Paul. No, yeah. it was Lieutenant Hawk. Of course, it was. And I was going to say to you, his name, the clue would have been his name's. You know, it's a, it's a sort it's of a bird. bird. <laughs> and then you yeah, know that would. Yeah, you'd have gone, oh, Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh no, I I am deeply. That's the the thing. fact that you'd watched it recently as well must be the most annoying thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Okay, then, Paul. In the movie The Wrath of Khan, right. who is the commanding officer of the USS Enterprise during the period that it is assigned to Starfleet Academy as a training vessel? Oh, bother. We've only recently just talked about Wrath of Khan. Oh, I know. Could you repeat the question? Please? Okay, of course I can. In the movie The Wrath of Khan, who is the commanding officer of the USS Enterprise during the period that is it, that it is assigned to Starfleet Academy as a training vessel? I haven't seen that film for such a long time. I really haven't. And uh, I, I can't even picture it. I'm, I'm afraid I'm, I'm going to have to... Uh, oh, I feel awful. It's two concedes in a row. I can, I, I've got to concede. I, I don't know. I'm going to kick myself, aren't I? You are. No, hang on. Wait. Uh, no, it's gone. It's gone. There was a, there was a flicker of a possibility of a, 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 a bit of knowledge there. Okay, but... final answer? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, it was Captain Spock. Oh. Oh, I just feel like a prize plonker. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. He was the first person that sprang into my head anyway, and I just went, no, I don't think it is. Well, that's the thing. You always see him as a commander. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, go for it, Paul. Right. This this one might might be an easy one. Okay. The next generation episode, The Measure of a Man, mm-hmm. first shows that what casino play game is regularly played amongst the Enterprise D crew. Poker. Yes. Yes, I knew that was too easy. Poo. <laughs> That's uh, oh no! I might have, I might have just shot myself in the foot with that. Question. You very well might have done. <laughs> I need to get this one, and I haven't gone easy on you with this oh, one. Oh no! In that case, then I hope I get it. At least that way, I'll, I'll sort of redeem myself slightly. As established on Star Trek Enterprise. Oh poo! 
I know. I knew this was your weak point, Paul. <laughs> what is the name of NX02, Enterprise's sister ship? Do you know what annoys me the most? Mm-hmm. It was it was three weeks ago that I was looking on the internet and I saw NX02 and I saw the name and. Uh, that's convenient. We've both used use the same excuse. Yeah, we both <laughs> used the same excuse and both got it completely bloody wrong. I mean, something's making me want to say defiant, but I, I don't think it was. But, um... Oh. Oh, no. Um... Uh... I'm going to stick with Defiant. Um, I, I've got a feeling that as soon as you tell me, I'm going to throw something at you. Do you want me to explain where you have probably just got your answer from? Yeah. Okay, in the Enterprise, uh, in one of the Enterprise's episodes, they uh, show it as in the Mirror Universe. Uh. And they actually find a future starship named the Defiant. Oh. Which means I'm wrong. But the answer was the Columbia. I wouldn't have got that. That wasn't the one I was thinking of. Yeah, no, it's but the I Columbia. I remember seeing it. Okay. You okay. need to get this one wrong. So I... Um, right. Okay. This is a tricky one. Okay. I hope. <laughs> if not, it's sudden death. Yeah. Um, aside from Dr. Pulaski... With whom does Captain Picard discuss his heart condition in the next uh, next generation episode, Samaritan Snare? Okay, my instant reaction yeah. is Beverly Crusher. However, she uh, sorry, which, uh, repeat the question. I need to know what season. Aside from Doctor Pulaski, yeah. With whom does Captain Picard discuss his heart condition in the next generation next generation episode, Samaritan Snare? Okay, I can't remember which season that was. Because obviously if it's season two, it's not going to be Crusher. A part of me thinks that he might have confided in Wesley. Um, okay, I'm afraid I cannot give you any clue. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just playing it through in my head. Yeah. I'm playing it through in my head. Uh, the obvious, uh, another obvious choice might be Deanna Troy, because obviously she's the ship's counsellor. I'm going to go with Deanna Troy. Oh. You're going with Deanna Troy? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. I'm going to give you one last chance to change your mind. Oh, now you're making me doubt myself. <laughs> I'm just trying to put you off. Because <laughs> I was going over Wesley or Deanna. I'm going to go Deanna. Deanna, okay. It was Wesley. No! You get Yes! You yes, absolutely yes. did. My instant thought was, it's Wesley. <laughs> no. Well, as soon as you went, it's Crusher, I thought, right. When you said Beverly, I was like, right, which way are we going here? So, I need to get this one. You get. <laughs> and if I don't get this, you won. And I gave you an easy one as well. <laughs> I just like the fact that you went, Wesley Crusher. No, Deanna. And I was like, oh. I do that too many times. But I must say, you said Deanna, and I did say, now are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? I'll give you one last chance to change your mind. Yes, but I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was hoping for. (laughs) Okay, then. In the Voyager episode, Faces, a member of what Raelian race splits Belana Torres into her human and Klingon hearts? Bollocks. (laughs) Uh, 
which alien race? Split banana. Into her Klingon and human <laughs> halves. Did you say this was an easy one? For me. Oh, right, for you. That's because you know the answer. Yeah, but I would have got this. <laughs> I say. <laughs> right. Um, so it's going to have to be somebody who's got good knowledge of genetic engineering to be able to splice her and, and, and to get her into the two different... Mm, not unless it's a transport. transport yeah. <laughs> something's, something's making me want to say... Um, I can't even remember the names of the bloody alien race species now. The ones about the phage. Um, um, what are they called? Vidian. That was it. Mm. Something's making me want to say Vidians mm. because I had so much knowledge of all that stuff. But um, that's the thing. If it gave you like a season on it, you have a better idea. Yeah. Um, but then there was because. Because in the episode that we reviewed recently, Coda, yes, there was a Captain Jamey said to the doctor, you know, have we got any further with Balana's DNA? Mm-hmm. But then again, why would they just turn her into a human and a Klingon? Oh, I haven't seen faces for ages. I, I'm gonna have to go with Vidians. You sure? Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. Yes, yeah, the Vidians. Oh, it was. Get in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should... Oh, lovely. I'll tell you what, Paul. It's now going to be a sudden, sudden death. death. Lucky dip. Lucky dip. Okay, we've got a pile of questions here. Okay, one second, then I'll grab one. Do we flip for who asks first? Oh, actually, I suppose it should, it's, it's, it should it's, be me asking you yeah. first, shouldn't it? Because... Uh, oh, actually, we... Go on then. Right. No, I should. Right, here we go. What Emmy Award winning actor, known for playing a radio doctor, played the commanding officer of the USS Bozeman in the Next Generation episode Cause and Effect? Could you repeat that? What Emmy Award winning actor, known for playing a radio doctor, played the commanding officer of the USS Bozeman in the Next Generation? Episode cause and effect. I, I, I'm not good with acts and names, so I'm going to have to just pass. Uh, it was Kelsey Grammer, the famous Fraser. Um, yeah. Oh, I think that program's superb. I do like that. Sorry, no. it was a tricky yeah. one, but. No, that's fine. In Star Trek The Motion Picture, what ultimately happens to Will Decker? And uh, uh, Leah and the Le- uh, Leah probe. Um, they die, don't they? Or they sort of big bright light and do they become part of? Um... Now, hang on, stop blabbering. Actually, think about this. This could be the the difference between victory and defeat. Could you repeat the question? Oh, I can actually hear people shouting. In Star Trek the Motion <laughs> Picture, what ultimately happens to Will Decker and the Leah Probe? They die. 
they merged and became a new life form. Oh, that was it. Well, the, technically they died, I suppose, but it wasn't the answer that you were okay, looking then. for. Okay, then. Next question. Oh, this has never happened in Trekmate history so far. I don't know so what's far. going on. It's either because we're completely bloody useless or... Uh... Right, I've got one. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry. Oh, especially with the new mics. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it me to ask? Uh, it is you to ask. Okay. What is the date of Earth's first contact with the Vulcans? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh um. It's not too far off. No, it isn't. What is the date of Earth's I'm not going to be able to get it, so I'll just take it. Uh, do you need the year as well? I, 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 I want I want the year, the date, and the month. Okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna guess uh, July twenty first, twenty fifty five. Well, I admire you trying to bring it forwards a bit because I'd like to see them earlier as well. But it was actually April the fifth, twenty sixty three. Twenty sixty three. Okay. Right. I'm now going to win the trek off. Um. Okay, one second. I've actually just found a question that I asked you previously. Oh, no. So uh, I need to make sure that it's one that I haven't asked you. <laughs> I don't mind answering it again if I've got it right. Okay, then. You're probably going to get this. I hope so. Does that oh. mean that I will win two weeks in the shop? Do I get a DVD box set? No. <laughs> That's not fair. Have you got one? Yeah, no, I'll tell you what, I'm going to ask a hard one. <laughs> well, I did. So Why no. does USS Voyager have variable geometry warp nacelles? Why does the USS Voyager have variable geometry warp nacelles? Do you know, that is a very, very good question. Because they look nice. <laughs> I, I would have accepted that if the answer had not been the design prevents damage to the fabric of space when travelling above warp 5 oh. so it, I never even knew a continuation from the next generation uh, the, the episodes where they were on about how they were damaging yeah. space so okay then let's grab another one we've, we've got to get a winner we've, we've got, got to, to get a winner well it, it could be now okay then um, it's me to ask, is it not? Yeah. Okay, okay. Why does Commander Riker tell Ensign Rolaren she is out of uniform when they first meet? Because she's wearing the Bajoran earring. Oh, no! You are correct. I know. She I is am. wearing a ceremonial Bajoran earring. I should have asked you what breed is Captain Archer's dog. Okay, then I'm going to ask you this. Okay. In the movie The Wrath of Khan, why shouldn't Khan have recognised Chekhov? Why shouldn't Khan have recognised Chekhov? Yes. Because do you remember he goes, ah, oh, Mr. Chekhov, like when they first meet at the beginning of the film? Yeah. Before he puts the old, uh, what's his name in his ear? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Don't remember. No, no. Because Khan appeared, Space Seed, 
was a season one episode. And Chekhov wasn't there. And Chekhov never joined the crew until the second season. Do you know, I was thinking of saying, I don't actually remember seeing Chekhov in that episode. You wouldn't have done. In no, fact, was, um, was Sulu there either? Yes, Sulu's been there all the, all the whole time. Oh, well. So, well done, sir. Yeah, so uh, on that note, it's a very, very Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas to you all. And I'm afraid, Paul, that's Trek, mate. Gonna take a five-year tour Boldly go where no man's gone before Gonna travel to the end And make new friends Move ahead, walk back to ten Put a mini skirt on Zero G